Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Brandon! Yeah? Guess what? What? We finally hired our defensive coordinator. I know. I'm stoked. We're going to talk about it. Welcome to this edition of Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ right before the big game, the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. It's wild. It's wild. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know what it was, but when our team, our beloved Vikings, started looking at defensive coordinators, mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody else. But I knew this Flores cat, and and I don't really know him that well, right? And I, but that's that's who my pick was. I wanted, wanted him. Brian Flores. I wanted him to be it because he's younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I got good vibes from him. Just I don't know this guy from Adam. And but uh, the Dolphins situation where he had to, was told to tank and blah blah. I felt like he was given a raw deal. Yeah. Then he was with the Steelers, you know, and then now with us. And I'm like, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know what it was. I just, when I looked at him again. I'm leaning on a water cooler. I felt good about it, and that's who we hired. It's a big time hire for us. Um, I, you know, I was happy with it, but I kind of was kind of speculative, which we've talked about in previous episodes because mm-hmm. his, his defensive ranks weren't that great when he was a head coach for the Dolphins. That, but they were better than what we produced last yeah. year, so we should improve. He's a he's um he's uh, has integrity has obviously that's why he left the dolphins yeah. the way that he did and um and people respect him around, around the league something that i just found out uh, i read today was that his first nfl gig first of all he sent out cuz he wanted to be a coach yeah he sent out 32 letters to all 32 teams yep. only one team responded to him mr bell belichick from the new yep. england patriots he got hired on as at some sort of an assistant and it was the same year that our beloved head coach, KO, KOC, was a rookie quarterback underneath Tom Brady. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's cool. Comes down full circle. Um, he also, for something that I read, too, is that he was a linebacker's coach, essentially. He wasn't a full defense coordinator for the Steelers, but if mm-hmm. you're part of that Mike Tomlin regime, you know what I mean? Mike Tomlin is well-respected. He was yeah. obviously our DC back in the day, and he won a Super Bowl. He's yep. he's very, very good, very respected head coach, but he uh, Brian Flores was our was the linebackers coach for the Steelers, and he helped what was ranked the 32-second ranked rush defense in the previous year to number 10 this year. So wow. uh, I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, obviously, KO wants to keep that three-four scheme in some way, shape, he or must. form. I'm not 100 percent sure as to why, but we're going to have a different in scheme with Brian Flores. I think because yeah. we're going to see a lot more man coverage. We're going to see a lot more cover one coverage, single high safeties, a lot more blitzing, a lot more aggressiveness. Good. So we should be okay. I'm excited about it. Now we just got to fix some of our personnel issues. I did also read something. I got one more final thought, and I'll let you touch in. Is that there's no way that we will get rid of Harry, the hitman Smith, at this point. I don't no. think we're going to do it because he fits the scheme perfectly well and what mm. he wants to do. And he'll be at the line of scrimmage a lot more and roaming around a lot more in yeah. this in this scheme, which is you know what has made him a potential Hall of Fame candidate. You know, That's wild. I mean, you think about it with that being said, and I didn't know all of that about him coming in, most likely running the 3-4, yep. same as last year. Do you think in that we're going to get rid of players we might not have gotten? You know what I mean? Now knowing the scheme, mm-hmm. say 
now it's going to be like, let's keep, and maybe we won't, but let's keep Zadarius Smith and trade Hunter. Hunter, that was his first year in the three, four. He had to adjust. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe this isn't his, and it's not like because Hunter's bad. It's just, this ain't the scheme for you. You know what I mean? So maybe they trade him, keep Zadarius. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, there's other players out there that they're going to bring in, trade away some of our corners for, for whatever, right? Knowing now that the system is what it is, uh, and, and, and maybe they're going to be like, no, we need Hunter because of the way I run the three, four, I need his aggressive. I need his size. I need him. Right. It's a, it's a different three, four, even sure the general egg setup is three, four, but it's totally different. It will than be a completely different. What scheme. Ed Danatel yeah, is doing. Yeah. And I think that with Daniel, you won't see him in coverage with Brian Flores. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'll see him in coverage at all. Yeah. I think you'll see him with his hand in the ground a lot more rushing the passer because that's what he's good at. Yeah. You know, that's what he's best well, at. That's what he's built for. I mean, it's so. not your, you, hey, you're big and you're fast for your size. Right. So you are not going to keep up with a running back. Or a tight end, yeah, as, or in a coverage. I mean, you know what I mean. Like you're just not, and that's okay, yeah, because you're not built to do that. <laughs> it's just gonna see how we manipulate the salary cap and who yeah. wants to stay, who wants to go. I mean, that's the biggest question. I mean, this was first of all. Now we got our DC hired. Now we yep. can start moving forward. Free agency only it starts here in about a month, and we're gonna start seeing some dominoes fall, some mm-hmm. extensions being done, some restructuring of the contracts, all those things. And I mean, let's give it up for Quasi, man. Yeah, he hired KOC. Yep. He traded for the Hawk. He, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. done some things. Uh, he brought yep. in Duke Shelley without, you know, who was released by the Bears was it like a nobody. And then it was yep. a top ten corner last year when he Boom. played. So it's like, hey, on uh, a crappy defense, yeah, on a really <laughs> bad defense. So I think that we're gonna start seeing some of these dominoes fall, but we still have a long ways to go. Super Bowl hasn't even played yet. You know what I mean? Yep. Pro Bowl. We can yeah. talk about that. Sidestep, forward step, back step, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl yeah. also and how it kind of circles around because there were some nut, uh, some little Easter eggs, if you will. There were some little eggs in there. You've seen the JJ clip where he's talking to Kirk Cousins' kid. Yep. And he's like, you see that guy behind you? That's my best friend. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a dude that doesn't want to play with Kirk Cousins. Nope. Sounds like they've got a good relationship, yep. which is cool. Well, We, we hope that. We yep. hope Kirk Cousins restructures. And honestly, how how good a, a perfect example. It, I brought it up a few episodes ago. What if we trade away Kirk Cousins and bring in Derek Carr because he's the cheap, right? Yeah. And is he better than Kirk Cousins? No. Is he way worse? No. You know, but is he a decent quarterback? Sure. And on the cheap skis, maybe. A perfect example was watching that Pro Bowl. Sure, it's flag football. Sure, it's it's backyard ball. But you literally watched them play each other. Yeah. In the same concept. In yeah. the same the neither one of them. It's not like they had coaches for years. This is just a flag football like <laughs> yeah. run a post route. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And you've seen the difference right there. I mean, Derek Carr showed up in the accuracy competition and, and whooped it. Yep, but you didn't know? really show up but in the game. Didn't make it happen in the game part. Guess and, who did? But guess who did? Kirk, Wait, Kirk would this James. be considered his ninth comeback in the league? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. The first ever comeback on flag football pro whatever. Yeah, yeah. He won, yeah. Didn't he win the MVP? I think so. That's what somebody and said. I, he threw the touchdown to, to the game-winning touchdown to JJ. To JJ. And isn't that nice? But it looked, <laughs> and he was outrunning a very, I mean, everybody there yeah. was good. He outran Crosby. Yeah. 
I mean, which is crazy because he started right and then did that little thing which you're not supposed to do, which is reverse your field, and he then did the threw Russell across Wilson. his body yeah. to hit JJ. He did the Russell Wilson. Like, Russell Wilson made a living doing that back in the day yep. where he would like, yeah, yeah, chase me over here. I'm actually just going to turn on a dime and He's leave. He's a lot faster than a lot of people give him credit for. He's, he looked What, what are we talking? Vanilla Vic? Is that what yeah, we call him? Yeah, he Vanilla Vic, though, you know? <laughs> Evicted him of his spot. But then, but so, you, you take the Pro Bowl. Uh, some people dogging on it. Oh, it was yeah. so stupid. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And right. I, you kind of mentioned that a little bit. I liked it. And, and I wish they would actually show it more. I wish there was more of it. More coverage? More, Yeah. For those of us that like it, I like watching all the players in the NFL come together, joke around. It, it's a it's a reward. Yep. Hey, you made it to the Pro Bowl. Here, come to Vegas or wherever the hell it's at. This year it was Vegas. Come to Vegas. Have some fun. Yeah. Enjoy each other's company. We're in this NFL thing together. Yeah. And and that's so awesome. I love watching it. And I actually kind of liked flag football more than the fake football that they were doing <laughs> with pads. Because it's like, last thing you want is somebody to actually get hurt. Right. And so in the flag, they were able to still run, run their routes, do their thing. Jalen Ramsey hit Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, you know stuff. But they were they were able to show their athleticism. Yeah. without getting injured. Hopefully. I thought it was fun. Honestly, I love that I think about because I honestly I didn't really have an opinion on it. Like I know some of the players thought it was stupid. Some of the people thought it was stupid. But what are you going to do? Because look at the NBA All Star game, right? For an example, the NBA All-Star is like a week-long spectacle where they do different challenges. They bring celebrities in and they have a NBA Celebrity All-Star game. Yeah. They do all these different skill challenges, the dunk contest, the three-point contest, all these things, right? And then they have the NBA All-Star game. You can't the reason why they went away from the Pro Bowl for with pads is because you don't want people getting hurt. And that's mm-hmm. why it was so weak to watch because the yeah. players weren't really playing, right? <laughs> Nobody with wants flag to get football, yeah, with flag football it was fun. It was a commemor you know, a camaraderie thing, which the NFL is yep. a brotherhood. We all know that, right? Yeah. And it was fun seeing all of our favorite players get together yep. and just have a little bit of fun. So I didn't think that there was anything wrong with that like celebrating the end of the season even though your team didn't make it to where you wanted to make it you're there with your brothers and you're having fun you're there with the fans too it gives you an opportunity to be there with the fans i was watching some of the jj stuff and like he he is so good with kids just to talk about jj for a second and what he who he is like yeah i'm such a fan of his not even just in general of him as our best player in the team quite arguably one of the best players in the nfl Mm -hmm. just him as a person watching him interact with fans and kids yeah. and teaching them how to gritty and making jokes and and just giving his time when he doesn't have to. You no. don't have to do that. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, you're a role model. You should do that, but you don't have to do no, that. No, you don't have to. And I think that that's really cool for him and just all the players seeing them interact with the fans. You know what I mean? Because, yep. I mean, that's just – I thought that that was really cool. Yep. Um, I didn't quite understand. The only thing, like, as far as a logistics thing, I didn't quite understand the three flag football games and how the scoring worked. I didn't – was it three separate games? Was it all into one yeah. game? I didn't quite to understand To be honest, I'm rules. not sure either. Yeah. I'm not sure if they washed over the score, like as in it, it was combined scores or if – I really don't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. But I, I thought it was cool having three different games because you watched three different sets of defenses and offenses of the same people. Yep. Three different quarterbacks, different wide receiver cores, maybe yep. a different running back. And you watched them kind of go out there and just have fun. I mean, they had Tyreek Hill playing defense at one time. Like, right. It was fun. Like, yeah. that's 
what you would do if it was like all those guys got together and were like, dude, let's play some flag football. Yeah, like, just have some fun. That's what it looked like. like organized at a backyard barbecue or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. We're at a birthday party for JJ. No, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah. like, it was just cool to me. I like seeing that. Yep. I liked it. I also like watching the skills competitions. One thing I think I wish that they would bring back is like, long throw they had longest drive yeah but i think it'd be cool to have long throw or you know uh just some different drills and they change it up every year yeah but i on tiktok recently before the pro bowl i was getting a lot of the flashbacks back when like dan marino and brett Favre was young and tom brady oh, was yeah. a rookie and they were doing these long ball competitions i mean they had to like they gave them a narrow pathway to throw it so it had to be semi accurate mm. and just let it go yeah. unleash it you know and it was wild that some of those pro quarterbacks it was like 50 some yards is all yeah 60 yards and to think we have josh allen aaron Rodgers, those guys 70, that, that are like not even in good stride and they rip it 70 yards yeah uh, so it would just be sweet to sit there and see that kind of happen you yeah. know maybe yeah. add another element to it of accuracy to this i don't know whatever it doesn't matter yeah but it that's why i watch footballs these guys are amazing athletes they're mm-hmm. amazing specimen and you're like i can't i can't throw a football 20 yards i mean i <laughs> probably can but i mean like uh, those guys it's n- literally nothing for them to throw a football right. 20 yards right you know a flick of the wrist just pop so it's to me it's amazing to watch it's that fun to watch you know yeah i agree with you and so i like the, sc- the school challenge skill challenges for sure the one thing i didn't really quite like is like stefan diggs and saint brown from the lions jumping on trampolines and catching the ball and smoke and so i didn't quite understand that yeah so was, they were trying to dress I, it I think up that they were trying to make it fun but it just wasn't working you yeah, know what I mean? yeah like, it was like they came in too late with it you know what yeah, i mean like, like oh by oh, the way do this. this is what we're doing guys yeah, yeah you could use whatever you want and they're like uh, uh what okay Okay. Crap, I've got two minutes to think of something. Like St. Brown did a f- somersault and caught it in midair. I mean, that's kind of cool, but I just like, I mean, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, who cares? I think it'd be cooler to have them set up and try to catch a, you know, the Odell catch. You got to reenact it. Here comes yeah. the ball. You've got to try to do that, too. Well, they or, used I don't to know. do that a couple. I saw, like, Adam Thielen, you could look back. And they, they have catches where the routes, you have to stop. and like They still did that this one-handed. year. One-handed. Oh, did they? And then yep. you have to do a diving catch yep. or whatever. Oh, okay. I they still did that. that this year. and. And it was cool, and it was it was. I think I can't remember JJ did it, or I can't remember. But I think I can't remember. Maybe it was a highlight from last year. But they still did it. Okay. And it was it's I, cool because then you get to see a different quarterback and wide receiver combo. Yeah. It does. It's not like hey, not bring Kirk same. Cousins out and throw right. me the ball. It's you know it was just different yeah. different setups. But the dodgeball thing was cool. Dodgeball's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 That's yeah that was kind of fun watching them. So I mean, that's a Pro Bowl. So you take that in. And I don't know what it was, but watching Kirk Cousins at the Pro Bowl, it reinvigorated the fire of me being a Kirk Cousins fan. Yeah. Because I was starting to falter. I was. That 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 last pass, that fourth, fourth and, and eight, eight, and he makes it three yards. You know, he did explain it at the end of it. He was like, hey, I, I was about to get sacked. I couldn't uh, see anybody uh, open. I just wanted to put the ball in play. It was either that or I throw it away and it's over anyway, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, okay. We, so, we go back to that. That was our last taste of Kirk Cousins to seeing him in the Pro Bowl. It reinvigorated. I'm excited and I hope he – I think he will. He said it in an interview. I plan on being a Viking for the rest of my career. Yeah. So, I think in his mind he's thinking, what do I got to do? You I know? hope so. I mean, we got to figure out these contract issues. But the salary cap did go up. 
Yeah, we that saw helps. that huge. I don't know. I don't know what that does for us. I haven't looked at the numbers, but but even because it went up how much? Help. Do you remember how much? Oh man, like a it's a chunk. It's a, it's a chunk. Yeah, it's I mean, a chunk. you got to think about it because look, think about all the money that the NFL makes. So I mean, if they raise it every year. We alluded it to it, and then yeah. as soon as that happened, so I think that helps a little bit. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah. I think Kirk is willing to do it. He kind of did it. A year or two ago, mm-hmm. but it, you know, to but he got more guaranteed money. I think is what it was, and so that still is a cap hit. But they got to figure that out. So who's been here longer, KJ Osborne or JJ? KJ has right because I think, I think they were drafted the same year. Were they? Yeah, I can't remember. For some reason, I had it in my mind KJ was a rookie, didn't do anything, and then came on the like second year was JJ's first year, and still didn't get much respect. What I'm saying, I'm I, all that let's is. Look at that. That might be a thing. All I'm saying is going into next year, do you think the possibility of not having K.J. Osborne because he showed well and keeping Adam Thielen is a thing? Because Thielen's probably going to restructure. He wants to stay. I don't think they both stay is my thing. He was drafted in 2020, so it was the same year. Oh, okay. No, because J.J. would have been 2019. This is his third year. Yeah, so he was a rookie in 2020, KJ was. JJ was also. in 2019. Oh, so he's actually a year younger. I'm just thinking right. of his rookie deal. So if he's still on his rookie deal, I guess my my question yeah, is null fine. and voided. Because my thought was they could trade him and keep Thielen, but not saying I want one or the other. I could just see business-wise, you look at that. Oh, no, they were drafted the same year, 2020. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, that's cool. But, you know, so you look at that, and it's it's – You've got those kind of decisions for the coach and for the manager. Kwesi's got those kind of decisions to make. Who are we going to keep? We're actually deep. We could get rid of Irv. We could get Irv Smith Jr. He's been nothing but injured for us, but he's healthy now. Yeah. This is his healthiest offseason he's going to have. If we trade Irv, we're not going to get any value for him. I know. (laughs) But but it's like it's still a cap hit. He's got to be at a point where he's starting to get paid. Yeah. You know, he's over his rookie deal, right? So it's like, drop him, whatever. But it's, you know what I mean? Most it, of our salary cap comes from Dalvin, Thielen, and then Kendricks, Zedarius, and mm-hmm. Harrison Smith, who are all great role players for us. Those are right. our salary cap issues. But those are the big ones. Right. If you make space with the salary cap going up and you make space with players we don't need. Mm-hmm. I get it. Is Is, I guess, kind of what I... If I'm the general manager, I'm looking at, yeah, okay, we do we need these key players up here? Are they trade value? Is there trade value with these guys down here mm-hmm. where we could keep some and trade some? Do we need to keep Thielen? I think Thielen's a good locker room guy. I think he's cohesive. He's a, he's a glue in that locker room that helps keep everybody working hard. It seems like ever since Thielen worked his way up, you had digs. Every, we've always had a wide receivers that run routes like a mother. And I, is it Thielen? Was it a wide receivers coach along the way that taught them all? Oh, he's you know still what I mean? there. His name is Keenan McCardell. So, but but was he the guy that taught? The, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess that's my. It's a deep question. Who knows? But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is he the glue for that stuff? I don't know. He's a Minnesota man. Yeah, undrafted free agent. His story, his story is great. I'm sure he wants to stay in Minnesota too. But you know, there, his wife alluded to like, well, that was the last Minnesota game, or you know, not mm-hmm. verbatim, but she said some things like that. Well, they probably nobody ass- knows anything. They probably assume he's either got a restructure for super cheap or be gone. Yeah, and they, I think he's still got a lot to offer. There's teams out there that want a wide receiver. Yeah, 
but he's he's been battling injuries last few years too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm uh, I'm excited. So we got to talk about the Super Bowl. That's the big elephant in the room. The big game. Yeah, the big game. Chiefs and, and Eagles. It's. <laughs> It's been, I mean, if you've watched any of the media, it's been the Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts Bowl and the Kelsey Bowl. That's yep. all they're talking about. The brothers. And just I just pulled up my phone and ESPN was interviewing the Kelsey's mom. Yeah. She brought cookies last night to media day. Yep. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of it is starting to make me feel like, all right, is this, it just seems like a joke. Yeah. Like, okay, like WrestleMania. Yeah, a little WrestleMania to it. I don't like it. And recently, remember, we keep alluding to... This is a football game. We keep alluding to is the NFL fake, right? But we're all joking about it. There was some... What was that player on some podcast came out and said, oh, yeah, it's all scripted. You oh, get a script at the beginning of the season. Arian Foster. And and went through it. And then it was like... That's been debunked. He's, yeah, he was it doesn't even kidding. make sense. He's you mean to kidding. tell me... You mean to tell me there's a script at every game or beginning of the season tells yeah. you what it is. And then... So, so nobody wants to see that script, right? No. We all look at it. We all learn it as if we we're players. And then somebody's got to dispose of this stuff. So yeah. who's in charge of shredding it? Because you don't want the coaches doing it, right? right. You don't want the players doing it. So it's gone somewhere... Come on, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if I was the NFL, if I was Roger Goodell, yeah, and everybody is talking, the NFL has a problem right now because this is eventually going to cost them money. Yeah. I think, right? Fans are going to get so upset because they honestly believe that the NFL is rigged, which there's some things that allude to it. Let's there be real. Is. You can't tell me with the betting and the refs, maybe the NFL's not scripted fake, like as an okay, you're going to be coming from the top right. rope and you're yeah. going to pin. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, are the refs helping this? Swaying yeah. games? Yeah, is we don't know as far as that goes, but the NFL has a problem because the conversation and the topic is right now that the NFL is rigged, right? That's going to cost you money yeah. at some point. So if I was Roger Goodell, what would I do to combat that narrative i would first address the referees and i would start yeah. fining them well i would start we making them full-time employees the fact yep. that they're not blows my this. mind yep make them full-time employees find them for mistakes that yep. they make openly on the field because if they're full-time employees you can have more fire control. them if they continue to make mistakes you know yep. what i mean address the referee situation come out and say don't be like yeah we taught we saw the vi the video and we feel bad we apologize we missed the call no we don't want that as fans no. we want some what's the word <laughs> accountability yes you know what i mean yes like we do. find them Figure that out and then start just coming out and actually addressing the topic. Don't yeah. beat around the bush or don't be quiet about it. Mm -mm. Come out and say, hey, this is a game and we want to put the best product on the field. Yep. And we're going to continue to do that. Yep. And we're going to find these refs and these players. You know what I mean? Like, it's just there's things that they can do to combat this narrative, but mm -hmm. it's getting to be more and more each year. And right now, with this Super Bowl, the way it is, Two African Americans, first time being quarterback, which blows my mind. It is. I mean, even though that I don't care about that, it is no. an important part of history, and that's a good narrative to have. You know what I mean? But like, cool. Um, but people are talking about it where it's like it's a like it's more than that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's kind of oh, weird. like they they set it up to be that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just whatever. Oh, and then so man, then you also have you know the the Kelsey Bowl and then Andy Reid and like so the storyline for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can buy into it because it's yeah. perfect, right? Yeah, yeah I get it's that. A perfect Super Bowl. Maybe they're just really good at making storylines about 
any two teams. That's true. Think, what if the other? What if it was the 49ers and the Bengals? Yeah, but the opposite. The other team. Well, the story lost. would be Brock Purdy because he'd be he would be healthy. You had Brock Purdy. You had Joe Burrow. Then the Cincinnati Bengals winning their first Super Bowl if they won. Right. You know what I mean, like, the storyline. I mean, the storylines would be not similar, but there would be thousands of storylines of you know look what the Cincinnati Bengals are building with these drafting a quarterback and a wide receiver that played in college together. Look what they're doing and Brock Purdy. Look what the coach can do with a fourth string quarterback and blah blah blah, blah all yeah, this yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah, you could definitely come out with stories for sure. I just I don't know. The whole spect the spectacle that's going on with the Super Bowl right now it just seems so fabricated. Or I not? Think it's, not fabricated. It just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. I don't know because I, I to, don't get me wrong. It's just I was just I was at Olive Garden last night. I was sitting at the bar, I was eating food, and I just looked up at the TV at NFL Network, and it was media day, and they were doing the Kelsey mom and blah blah blah. And there was no sound on, but just the, like all the media Everything. around it, the, it just felt disingenuine. Well, what I the one thing that I got two things. Okay, I'm gonna. Hold on that what I just started to say, and I'm going to come back to it. Okay. But the thing about it is, do you think we are um, we are immune to all this stuff, or we desensitized because... We're not Eagles or Chiefs fans? No, 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 no. No, because it's like they do this so much and so well that it's just like we've heard these stories. You know yeah. what I mean? These Cinderella stories. They make a Cinderella story about anything and everything. Oh, it's the brothers and all, all this stuff. And it's like every year it's some some story like that. So yeah. we're like at this point, our attitude is like, that's the same shit. Yeah. Even though it is actually a truly good story. Right. We're like, it's the same it's shit. Like just, we've well, seen this before. Yeah. You know. And so I say that, and I kind of forgot what I was going to say. But that's all right. But it's like it, it, you look at this, and we're desensitized to the fact that it's the same stuff. It's every the day. Same, it, I remember what I was going to say. Another thing that drives me nuts about the NFL is if you watch Good Morning Football, or not even that, but if you watch something, it goes off of the NFL or ESPN. Doesn't matter. You change to another NFL station, another group. They're talking about literally the it's the same, same shit yep. out of different mouths. Yep. And it's the same. And they're like, here's the same script or <laughs> here's the same writers, just different mouths talking, yeah. delivering it a little bit different. Different opinions. And then the next hour, it's the same stuff, but different. Deliver- we have an interview and it was like, it might be the same freaking dude. And you're yeah. like, man, he was just on an hour ago. All right. It's just weird. Well, it's hard when you're a 24 hour news source, essentially. For like, if it's NFL Network, it's NFL. Yeah. It's that's all they can talk. And if they only yeah. have two storylines for that day, somebody retired, or you know what I mean, then they're going to run on that because they that's the only thing they can talk yeah, about. Tom you know Brady what I mean? retiring was like cool. That's all they talked about, and it was like, well, yeah, he's done this before. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen yep, it. He did it. Roll the footage. I think he's done now, though. Um, I do for too. sure. Um, all right, well, there it is, the Super Bowl. I'm excited because we're football fans. I, it's going to be a good product on the field. It will be fun. A pro- could be the highest-scoring Super Bowl in history with these two offenses. Yeah. Um, the Eagles are probably the best Eagles team in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles if you look at their, look at that team as a whole. Yeah. the Patrick Mahomes, five straight five straight AFC championships. He's the youngest player to start three Super Bowls. He's one in one he has the mantle right now to take it over from Tom Brady to be I don't think he wins 7 Super Bowls but you never know. He's got he's he's, the next he's one young. Line. Yeah, he's def- yeah. you know what I mean? Like so we'll see what happens. Um I'm per- per- personally going for the the Chiefs. Do I care who wins this game? Not 
one bit. I want the Chiefs to win personally because I hate the Eagles fans, but I do like Jalen Hurts. The Eagles fans, though, man, like, God, those people. <laughs> they make you hate. Yeah, for real. But they are fun to watch. You can't deny the product the, on the yeah, field. They, the team, they're a talented yeah. team on the field, for sure. So yep. Jalen Hurts is, you know, he was kind of counted out. You remember he got benched in the, NFL, in the, in, uh, uh, wow, the NCAA championship game for Tua. And Tua winning, wow. he got benched, and they transferred to Oklahoma, won a Heisman or was a Heisman finalist, I can't remember specifically, and then drafted by the Eagles and then you know didn't start right away. And then yeah. ended up being started last year, but they weren't that great, but they were still okay, and then ended up being the yep. best team in the NFL this year. You know what I mean? Just wild. Like, also, there was something I was looking at. So they're bo- the Eagles and Chiefs are both 16-3. and three. They both have 546-something points scored this year 500 exactly and then there was another stat that was exact so they were they were dead same across these three stats which was interesting to see it'll be i'm I'm glad because hopefully uh, the only thing that hesitates me is mahomes ankle you know he's one hit away from not getting to play uh and then you've got her his shoulder right he's also one hit they're coming in a little limpy they, I think they're going to be able to play. Everything's going to be fine. But one hit, one wrong tackle, one wrong move, and all of a sudden we got a backup quarterback situation. And it's like, well, we don't now, want to see that. Now it's not the same. And I don't want to Has see that. that. I mean, honestly, I've been kind of checked out from the NFL since yeah. the Vikings lost. So I haven't been paying attention as much. You know, I here and there I have been. Um, but has that been a topic of discussion? Their injuries, because I haven't seen it and I haven't heard it. A, a little bit, but it's like more so how good do they look oh, sure. off of their injuries. Like Mahomes, even the day after the game, he got pushed. He was barely walking on field. Then he went and did his interview, post-game interview, and hopped right off the stage like nothing was wrong. Yeah. So it was like, wait a minute. Hold What's on. Really you can barely walk here? out there. Now yeah. you're running like it's nothing out here. Uh, obviously Hurst was, you know, he's been just kind of taking it easy, letting it heal. Yeah. So the little bit he threw in the Niner game, he didn't even really have to because yeah. they were under their 10th string quarterback. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, also football. I should probably say this the last time I was on here and I was talking about Brock Purdy being a puss. I still kind of feel that way, but it was a complete terror. Oh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you remember and, I was like, I think there's something really wrong with his elbow, Brandon. And you're like, I don't care, man. Yeah, I, I I'm still, still out there. I still stand with my comment of that. I, if I could even move my arm, I'd be out there trying. And I assume in what I will hats off to him. He didn't even grimace in pain when he was throwing and he had to be hurting. Yeah. And he was like, no, I can't. Yeah, I can't and maybe yeah. that's what threw me off is the fact that he'd throw. He just looks so like, nonchalant. I can't. Yeah, he tore And him. you're like, dude, at least pretend like he's it hurts. He's going to have to have major face. surgery on that elbow, which dude, is he probably out next year. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy which is kind of sad. Yeah, it sucks, right? Because he just opened his whole career up to be like, I mean, he could go anywhere and write his own Another history. Another reason why I hate now, boom. Yeah. So, anyway. Because that defense was coming after him to hurt him. And they did the same thing to Josh Johnson. Yeah, they sure did. I don't like that. I get being a defense and going after people to Aggressive. stop people. Yeah. Because that's the object of the game. But going after to hurt people. They got that kill mentality. I don't like you know? it. That's what makes them so good, though. It's our. I I, I can't that's say what as they, if I that's agree what the or Saints disagree. Saints did to the the, the Brett Favre. Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre. They were going after him to hurt him. They weren't going after him to stop him. They yeah. wanted him hurt. Yeah, get that him out of the game. That is not 
cool. No, it's That'd not. be like me coming at, be like, Brandon, I'm coming after your knee because I know you're big and fat, you know, and yeah. your knee is not going to take it. You can't do it without it. That's yep. terrible. First no, of all, that wouldn't you. even be a good friend. No. <laughs> Second I, of all. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're like, instead of me just saying I can stop you because I'm better, it's I'm taking you out of the game. That's like karate kid shit, right? Yeah, man. Sweep the leg. Yeah. You have a problem with that? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's that kind of stuff. It's not cool, man. That's no. like some Cobra Kai stuff. No yeah. mercy. No mercy. <laughs> I said, take him out. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I, that's just not uh, what's the, that's not ethical. I guess is that the no, word I'm looking for? It's not. I and know that there's people out there that don't care. You know, no. they'd be like, whatever, by any means necessary. Yeah, fine, but that doesn't make you a good person. That's it's such a weird line to walk. Not that we have to open this can of worms as we're wrapping things up, but it yeah. is a weird line to walk. Of when's too much, too much. When's too aggressive, too aggressive. And the Dominican the, the hit. When is the hit? You know. Oh, now you're powder puffing these quarterbacks because you hit them too much. Oh, you can't now. You can't hit the quarterback if you touch him. Oh, wait. Do you give quarterback flags? You pull the flag on him. You know what I mean? Like, right. where do you draw this line of? Because it's they the hit that did his arm in it was a typical he was going after the ball yeah. but it was just the unfortunate bent his arm all, all the way, way back, back as he was trying to throw forward yeah. so it's like that would hurt that yeah. do me that might have broke my arm right but it didn't his you know he's just got to have Tommy Jones and that's a big deal for yeah. pitchers anybody that you when you're a pitcher and you yeah. have to go through Tommy John surgery it's like essentially tearing your ACL and your knee Dude, as a football player. I went through this over the last year or so, and this is the first summer that my elbow feels normal. And I, and I didn't go into the doctor because I'm not a professional athlete. Right. I just took it easy. Yeah. Um. But it, it all started when two, like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, when my son's baseball, and I was throwing BP endlessly, just constantly oh. throwing, and I had to short arm it because of the way the cage was. Yeah. And my elbow was like jacked that whole year playing adult softball i remember going to playing flag football going yeah it hurt and it was like i couldn't even flex my arm like you know Ouch. how you roll up like you're gonna arm wrestle you could have something but you never know guess what brock pretty ain't no pussy i still went out there and did it <laughs> <laughs> all right so before the super bowl just just for fun skis your final score of the game and we'll be over with this football season we can start working towards vikings offseason free agency all the exciting stuff the nfl draft all that stuff is coming up i'm going chiefs i want them to win but they're not i feel like the eagles are gonna win it's gonna be 31 27 it might be tight like that but i okay. think it's the eagles i think that defense Gets the best of Mahomes. You know, and that is a good point because the Eagles' defense is way better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs are kind of humbled. Their their secondary is not very good. Mm -hmm. But I think the Chiefs, or I think the Eagles are going to come in trying to run the ball. And the Chiefs do a pretty good job of stopping the run. And, you know, they have Chris Jones on the other side of the ball who's very good. Yep. So I think, I, I, I think the Chiefs pull this out because it's Andy Reid against his old team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Andy Reid's second Super Bowl, and it's Pat Mahomes. It's just, you know, I think that's just a little too much for the Eagles. I think their star power is what is their more favoritism. If if this was rigged, mm -hmm. the the better story is the Chiefs, Chiefs. winning. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't. I want to watch the Vikings in the Super Bowl. One of these. I wanted the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. They didn't happen. So, but I think it's going to be in a, a high scoring game. Honestly, I think it's going to be forty two to thirty eight Chiefs. Wow. 
I do think I agree with you on all that. I'm going to stick with my Eagles winning by 31-27, but I can see the same thing working out. Mahomes working some magic. Yeah. little favoritism headed that way. Yeah. Andy Reid. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I also, there's a side of me that doesn't quite believe in the Eagles. They've had some pretty weak matchups. Yeah. And they just beat a team without a quarterback to get in. Exactly. They've beat some pretty weak teams pretty handily. Yep. And then they've lost to Washington, you know, yeah. when they were doing their best before injuries. Yeah. Ah, so that's just my... I mean, honestly, it's a coin flip game. It, it really, really is. I best. mean, they're because they're... Two, they're the best teams in the the best teams in the NFL are playing yep. in the Super Bowl. I believe it. And so you know, I just I just think I don't I can't find myself to root for the Eagles. I just can't do it. So yeah. going Chiefs all day. Eagles on me. We're out. We're out. Skull. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Hewson, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.